Welcome to Mission Chat Show, where we talk about the intersection of your mission and brand. I'm your host, Alexandra Figueredo, also known as On a Mission Alex. And today I have a very special guest with us, Gail Jessen. Welcome to the show, Gail. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, I wanted to uh, read a quick bio on you, Gail. Gail is currently backpacking solo around the world in order to reset her life and heal her Hashimoto's disease. Gail is a desire map coach and fire starter, and she helps people radically change their lives by asking one question. How do you want to feel? Gail's work facilitates clarity, permission, freedom, and holistic health. After being diagnosed with Hashimoto's, an autoimmune autoimmune disease that attacks the thyroid, she committed to deconstruct her life and rebuild it on her own terms. Over the course of a year, she sold everything she owned, has lost 102 pounds, probably more by now, and left her 15-year career in higher education to travel the world indefinitely. And she began her journey with a one-way ticket to Bali, which I'm also very interested in attending and going to very soon. And she runs, um, her website is a series of adventures.com. So thank you for joining us and very distinguished guest today. So thank you, Gail, for, for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for that. That was lovely. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have this conversation with you. And she is also a fellow missionpreneur and a travelpreneur, <laughs> which is one of the things that originally uh, really struck some, something of interest to me because, as you know, I am in the process of becoming a, maybe not a full-time travelpreneur, but a, a, at least it will be a part-time <laughs> travelpreneur and really working and, and, and sharing my mission and serving others while I am around the world enjoying myself as well. <laughs> Sounds so, great. <laughs> kudos to you for making, for making it happen. And uh, so, yeah, so I know we've spoken a little bit before and, and um, it sounds like Hashimoto's was a big wake up call for you when you, when you got that diagnosis, can you share with us a little bit more about, uh, about your story and, and really how you got to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. that Hashimoto's was the line in the sand and the punchline that you read in my bio, which is sounds so put together that everything fits in my backpack and I travel the world and run my coaching business online and one way ticket to Bali. All of that is great but it was preceded by some pretty tough, tough stuff and tough love for myself. And so I was sick and tired of being sick and tired, right? You just get to the point where you're just done being tired. And when I finally got the Hashimoto's diagnosis, it was like this lightning bolt moment where the universe said, you're done. There's no more messing around. You're going to leave the career. I'd been in higher ed for 15 years and I walked away because it wasn't lighting me up and it wasn't turning me on anymore. And I was pushing through these achievements for the sake of pushing through achievements. And that attitude made me really sick. And so Hashi's was a gift. I always say it was the best, worst thing that ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it is not the truth. I mean, how many of us have those moments, right? It might not be an autoimmune disease. It might not be a diagnosis, but there's always those moments where, you know, this is it. My life mm-hmm. from this moment forward will be completely different. I and hear, that, 
I hear that a lot of people moment. being uh, referring to it as getting hit by a two by four yeah. <laughs> at the back there of the head. <laughs> it's like, why do we have to get hit <laughs> with something like that, you know, before we get it? <laughs> exactly. But it is the way it is, right? And 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 many of us have have shared that, including many of the many of the listeners. So yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I was I was stubborn, right? I'm a stubborn <laughs> person, and I thought I'm achieving what I should quote unquote, be achieving. I'm achieving these goals that are socially very acceptable and very sort of in line with the progression of, you know, someone's successful person's life, like whatever all of that even means. Right. And so it on one hand was validating and no one held a gun to my head. I created that life. But on the other hand, my body had to finally attack itself to get my attention and say, you're not speaking your truth. This is not actually how you want to be living. And the fact that Hashimoto's lives in the thyroid and lives in the throat, the metaphysics of that was so clear to me in the moment of diagnosis that I wasn't speaking my truth and I had so much energy and I had so much um, vision and mission to get out into the world that working at a university wasn't, it wasn't happening. So Mm -hmm. I left. Wow. And, and what was, what inspired you to travel and to become a travelpreneur? Yeah. So I've always loved travel and I've traveled my whole life, but I've never done more. Probably my longest vacation is maybe three weeks, just very normal, um, vacation time with a salaried job. But I always knew that I wanted to travel long-term and it's less about going on trips for me. It's actually a full-on lifestyle. I'm very comfortable not having a home. I'm very comfortable with everything being on my back. I'm very comfortable being nomadic and just sort of living where I happen to be at the moment. And the novelty of that, the creativity of that excites me. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It's not an easy thing to do, but it's the right kind of challenge for me. All of the pieces of it are just the right alchemy. And I just get completely lit up Mm -hmm. when I'm on the road. So it was time to do it full time. And the, the concept of being a lifestyle entrepreneur and creating that lifestyle or lifestyle biz business, mm-hmm. you really need to, that, that's, you have to plan that because if not, you'll get into that work, 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 work. Oh my God, I'm burnt out. Let me go on a one week vacation and then work, work. You really <laughs> need to plan your life. So it's, it's absolutely correct. And that's what I'm in the process of doing now, but it's, it's, it's a life like you, you're planning around your travel. That's what you're doing. You are a traveler. <laughs> it's almost yes. like you're a professional traveler now. <laughs> yes, you, happen exactly. to be, you happen to be making, uh, earning income and, and having your clients and doing other things in the process, but it's just, it's, you're planning around that. And that's, that's what, you, that's your lifestyle now. Absolutely. And so much of my work is about helping people get down to their authentic self. And what does that really mean? And what does that really look like? So as a brand too, and this can sound crass to other people, but it will make total sense to your listeners as a lifestyle brand and a coaching brand that's very personal. If I'm not living the most, in my mind, the most extreme version of that, like I am Mm -hmm. in some ways have to walk the walk, talk the talk, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm saying get down to your core self, and I know my core self is a nomadic gypsy that needs nothing but a laptop and two t-shirts, then that's the life that I better go live because I'm going to come from a much stronger place working with my clients. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be happier. I'm going to be healthier. And that's a huge part of my travels is health. And so I feel like 
I can come at my work a lot more authentically than if I had stayed in my condo in Salt Lake City and just ran a home-based business. For me, that's not a judgment or a statement on anyone else, but for me, my authenticity is traveling. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned this about speaking your truth. And this is the second time, last time we spoke, you mentioned Bali. And I'm like, oh my gosh, things are, so, I'm hearing <laughs> Bali everywhere. Where, well, I did a meditation of, about a week ago or so. And I've never heard this term before, those exact words, but speak your truth kept on coming up for me. And I know I have, uh, I know I have throat chakra issues and throat issues and that Mm -hmm. type of thing. And and then it's, and it's always been about speaking my truth. And, and so literally this is something that's, that's come up in many areas of of my life. And remember I mentioned to you a bit ago about being impeccable with your word. Mm-hmm. Right. And yes. so, and so you said it too. I was like, ah, and it's so true about being living, living as authentically as you can. And then you, you mentioned also, and I take notes, so I thank God because I can, <laughs> I can reference this, um, about pushing through these achievements. And it's like, yeah. why are we, what these, these worldly achievements that we think we need to do, we should do. And then we think we're going to find happiness in that. And we don't. Or we make yep. the money, we get the car, we have the house, we have the job, we have the quote unquote success, and we're still not happy. And so yep. that's the, so there's a there's a lack of authenticity there somewhere or something. There's a disconnect somehow. And I think this is a good segue to talk about the desire map. Yeah, absolutely. It's a perfect segue. <laughs> so I am. Um, if if people are familiar with Danielle Laporte and her work, the desire map, I'm one of her licensed coaches, and so that's where this comes from. But the idea is that the desire map flips goal setting on its head. So we normally, and I think just sort of naturally also, we set goals that are based on achievements or status or even just achieving for the sake of achieving. I was, I was completely addicted to achieving and for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. But what the desire map does is it helps you back up and it helps you realize that you're not actually chasing that goal. You're not actually trying to get to that achievement. What you're really going after is the feeling that you think you'll have when you get there, right? Mm-hmm. It's not about the promotion, the car, the job, the boyfriend, the house. It's actually not about that. It's about how you want to feel when you get that thing you think you're chasing. So instead, start with the feeling. Get really clear on how you want to feel and base your goals from that moment forward as opposed to just sort of subconsciously chasing after things you're not sure quite what you're going after. And you end up with a life that you created that could be a fine life. But if you don't feel the way you want to feel, it's because you weren't actually going after those things. You need to reset. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And, um, and how have you merged the desire map with a series of adventures? Yeah. So my attitude on life in general is that life is a series of adventures. It can be related to travel or not, but this idea of staying curious and staying engaged and allowing everything to feel like an adventure is such an important piece of my life. And it felt like such an authentic way to brand my business. And so I try and help my clients understand that as an example, when I was home on medical leave from work at the peak of my illness, just after diagnosis, it was an adventure for me to walk one block to the grocery store and walk one block home. And that was all I could do in an entire day. And that had to be an adventure. Mm -hmm. I had to let myself understand that that was an adventure because for a soul who craves adventure to be basically 
homebound, sorting through this illness, I knew that I still needed that in my life. The point of that story is that you can define adventure in any way that you want. And the sooner you see your life as a series of adventures and lessons, and it's an exciting, playful thing that you get to create, it shifts your relationship. There's no more have to, supposed to, sort of fear-based stories that we tell ourselves about our life. It's not true. You can create whatever it is that you want to create. So check into that, right? Engage with that. That's what it's all about. Mm. And for you, and you've mentioned this already, but being your most authentic self and getting the feelings that you wanted to feel, like if that's what we're starting with, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That includes for you adventure and it includes travel. So I love that you are, you are walking the walk. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's full circle. I mean, I always say that the desire map and my core desired feelings, I had them for about two years before I quit my job. And in a lot of ways, it's their fault that I quit my job. So if I'm going to start my business and help other people come to understand what their core desired feelings are, what better full circle way for me to do that than to feel my core desired feelings every day on the road without the job that made me so sick and tired and then teach other people your adventure doesn't have to look like my adventure, but I can get you on the path and help you get yourself on the path, really, where you're feeling the way you want to feel and you'll re-engage with your life. So many people I work with are professionals who are just kind of done. They're mm-hmm. just tired. They're just tired of being tired. Mm-hmm. So, Can you share uh, maybe one uh, an example or a case study of, of somebody that uh, it's probably very similar to me to, to both of our stories and, and probably a lot of our clients. But can you share some uh, somebody who has who has been sick and tired and then they've they've found they've they've gone through this process and how that and how that went for them? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot of um, there's a lot of saying no that happens once people start working with me because I'm giving them permission to say no to things they want to say no to, right? So there have been a number of clients that have left the job that no longer serves them, that have said yes to jobs that externally might be perceived as less responsible. Um, One of my clients in particular is a brilliant mixologist and bartender, and it makes her so happy, and that's what she's doing. And it wasn't what she was letting herself do full-time before, I've had people end relationships uh, long-term. I've had people begin relationships. The point of this work is that it will transform you in the sense that once you're aware of the feelings that are at your core and you really give yourself permission to feel that, your life will change because you won't have a tolerance anymore for things that are misaligned from your soul. Mm-hmm. And so those things that are misaligned from your soul will start to shed out of your life. Mm-hmm. And I have, of course, on my web page a, or on my website, a page of testimonials. I wish I had them in front of me. I'm sorry that wasn't <laughs> as specific. No, no, but no so that's please okay. <laughs> go read them if it interests you at all to know the type of transition that can happen from this, but the, the major common denominator is saying no to things that are misaligned from your soul and taking radical steps to do things that do light you up. And that can look like any number of things, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of quitting things and saying Mm -hmm. no to things in my world because you have to start there. And I love 
moving people through that process. You have to stop doing what doesn't turn you on. It's wasting your time. And if we look at money as an energy, which it is, mm-hmm. and, it's not, and it's neutral, right? Yep. Uh, and, and if you're doing what you love and you're passionate about and you align yourself with abundance of money, not just abundance of being happy doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. then the money will follow. And so it's in the sense, it's really, it's actually more responsible to be a mixologist doing what you love, <laughs> earning great, and they actually can earn great money. And, oh, of course she, she can, does. Or she can create a business or she can open a restaurant or whatever. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so much that can be done versus when you're, versus being stagnant, doing something you're not passionate about, doing something you're, that's not following your purpose or your mission. And then what? And then you're not really serving and you're not really giving back and you're not really making a difference. And so what's more responsible is actually doing, following that passion and doing what you love. Absolutely. And energetically speaking, if you're coming from a place of love and excitement and joy and feeling the way you want to feel, that's magnetic. That's magnetic for money. That's magnetic for people. That's magnetic for resources, connections, even just magnetic for you being happier, right? It will attract more of what you are putting out. And it sounds so simple and it sounds so woo-woo. I love that we can talk about this (laughs) because whether people are tuning out right now and they're like, well, that was interesting, but I'm going to (laughs) go. Legitimately, it's a, it's real. It's a thing. And you will magnetize to you the energy that you're putting out. So if you're coming from a really solid core place of feeling love and feeling joyful, whatever your core desired feelings are, you're only going to attract more of that into your life. The beautiful thing about uh, our listeners and the people that I talk, that, that I, that are in my network is even if this is the first time that they hear this, <laughs> even if it might sound a little <laughs> esoteric, they're already a little bit more open to it. So I, I think love people are going to just be, it's, they'll gravitate more toward this and then, and then it opens it up and, and we're all about, ultimately we're about helping people raise their awareness and their consciousness, right? Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. you know, all of this, no matter where you are in your journey, if you were like you or me be two years before we, we decided to resign or we're 10, 20 years into a business as an entrepreneur. So, um, you know, no matter where you're at, this is, this is relevant to everyone. And, and it's always what I love about what you're doing too, is that you can always go back to the desire map and reconnect with what your desires are and, and really trying to become as authentic as you are now, because that could, you could be evolving and, and, and changing and transforming. Right. So that will, that could, that could change and evolve. Absolutely. It's a daily practice. And I always tell people like, there's this exciting moment in the coaching where they arrive at their core desired feelings and we sort of take a break and we celebrate that. And it's this really powerful moment, but that's where the real work starts, right? Mm -hmm. That's where the real work begins. And we do so much deep diving soulful work to get to that moment that it's hard to understand that like the integration of this is really where the magic happens. You found your words, you're at your baseline. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to get going Mm -hmm. right now. We're really going to integrate these things and we're going to start saying no, and we're going to clear the field and we're going to get you where you want to go based on those feelings. But that's when the work starts. Mm. Absolutely. And you can revisit that as a daily practice it has to become a muscle memory. It's second nature. It has to be completely habitual for you to say no to things and yes to things based mm-hmm. on how you want to feel. And that's a practice that takes years. It took me 
three years from the moment that I read the desire map, I felt it changed my life before I actually got on the plane to Bali. It's a process. Mm, wow. Yeah. Um, I, I know you've shared a lot of, of tips and strategies and um, is there anything else that you wanted to share or maybe an, a, a one or two um, success strategies that have worked for you or for your clients that you'd like to share for, uh, for the missionpreneurs who are listening? Sure. I think as far as missionpreneurs go, um, speaking as one, I can say that giving myself permission to design a business plan that felt good, right? We're trained in business and in corporate worlds. That's not how you make a business plan, right? It's not about if it feels good to you, right? That seems very wishy-washy and woo-woo. Right. <laughs> like that is not, I, I mean, I had, you know, MBA, this is not what you're taught, right? Mm-hmm. But if you allow yourself to understand your brand as a feeling, understand your business as a feeling, your products, your services are all on some level connecting with a feeling for you and for your clients. And so if you take an eye to your business plan that flips the relationship to goal setting, and it's not only about get this many clients by this date in this many programs, it can also be about how can I feel more wild in my business this week? How can I help a client feel more magical? And it not wishy-washy because the practices that go into that and the discipline and the level of understanding and self-awareness, it's work, but it's work that feels so good. So let yourself understand that your business plan is charged with feelings and it should feel the way you want to feel. Mm. You know, um, to that point, uh, there was um, uh, Marcy Shimoff and Deborah Parnaman are having this program called A Year of Miracles. And they were talking about when you're, goal- when you're setting goals and this one particular thing stood out to me. They're like, instead of saying... I want to be 120 pounds or I want to lose 30 pounds or whatever. Uh, because that's, that's almost, that's like a, that's a superficial and a material goal, really mm-hmm. based mm-hmm. on what you think maybe people, other people want you to look you, look at you as, or you want to impress somebody or you want to impress your ex-boyfriend or whatever, rather than a goal being when you're talking about feeling, I want to feel energized. I want to be able to have the energy that I need to run after my kids. And I want to have, be, wake up and feel awesome and whatever. Instead of that, instead of that feeling, we have this tendency to go with these outer goals, you know, these superficial material goals. And when you have at your core, and we'll talk, applying that to your business, if you're designing your business, that a business plan that feels good rather than mm-hmm. based on these achievements and these things that you have to do or should do, then energetically, it's just, it, everything is just going to align. You're going to be off, more authentic. You're going to authentically align and magnetize your ideal clients and the money will flow. The money will flow to you if you're in that authentic place where you feel good. Yeah, absolutely. And if you picture yourself as being misaligned from your soul, picture like a a pipe. Let's just use this example. If a pipe has a kink in it, or even a hose has a kink in it, Mm -hmm. nothing can flow through, right? That misalignment from, I want to feel joyful, but I really have to crank out this particular program because that's where the money, I think that's where the money is. Mm -hmm. You're making a fear-based decision. Fear is misaligned from your soul. Nothing can flow. Mm. As soon as you misalign, as soon as you align and realize how it is that you want to feel and you let your business flow from that moment in time of feeling the way you want to feel, 
you've opened a channel. You've opened a channel for abundance, people, resources, energy to come to you. The misalignments are blocking and anything that's fearful or coming from a fear-based place is a misalignment because at your core, your soul is joyful and it's love. Anything that's not joyful and love is misaligned from who you really are. And that's true for everybody. So the more you can stay in that place and love what you're doing and understand that energetically your business can feel a certain way to you, you will unkink Mm -hmm. that hose, right? And everything can finally get to you. That's that's where the magic happens. But you have to start with your feelings. It's Mm -hmm. not about the achievement. Wonderful. So Gail, uh, how can our listeners find you and what do you have coming up that they might be enticed to want to uh, learn more about? Yeah, absolutely. So the easiest way to get a hold of me is a series of adventures.com. My email and all of my social links are very prominent on the website. You'll see how to reach me, but a series of adventures.com. On that website, there is a course called Align Your Adventure Begins. It's a free course. It's seven modules, and it begins at the foundation of understanding where am I misaligned, where am I stuck, and how can I let that go so that the journey can begin from an aligned place. And it's completely free, and I invite anyone who's interested in this type of work um, to opt into that seven-module course, and it's all yours. It's waiting for you on the site. Fabulous. I am going to sign up for that because I would love to learn. <laughs> awesome. Oh, and before I forget, you're, I, just, I just went onto your website right now and I, and I remember you're going to Latvia next. <laughs> I am. I am house sitting off the grid with no plumbing, a wood burning stove. I'm, yeah, I'm, it's hardcore. I do have Wi-Fi. There is electricity, but that's it. And I'm at this house sitting gig in the middle of winter in Latvia because I'm clearly addicted to adventure and good stories, right? So (laughs) here we go. So that's where I will be. I will be online still running my business, but I will be doing it from this little off-grid house in the woods in the middle of nowhere. So here here we go. (laughs) Well, I look forward to learning more about your adventures (laughs) Uh, in Latvia and and all all over the world. And maybe we'll meet up at some point somewhere. (laughs) Absolutely. For travelers, it's inevitable. If you're a gypsy, you know it. So absolutely. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much, Gail. I really appreciate you and your time and honor you and, and, and what you're doing to make a difference in the world. Thank you. You too. I appreciate it. I appreciate being able to reach your listeners with this and I appreciate you taking the time as well. Thank you. And thank you for joining us on the Mission Chat Show. This is your host, Alexander Figueredo, signing off and have yourself a mission-filled day. Bye.